Hello. Yep. Hello. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Episode eight, Levi's Youth Sports Podcast. And on this show, we this is this one kind of long, long distance. Man. We shout out to my guy Tim Ramon for reaching out to this guy for me. Uh man, we got guy TJ Ford. TJ George, sorry about that. <laughs> from the Beverly Bandits from race racing or how how you pronounce it? Racing. Racing Racing Wisconsin. This guy he been been coaching the youth sports for for twenty years, ranging from T ball, basketball, football, baseball. Then he got a little older, went to varsity track, varsity football and and now in the travel softball world you know he became assistant coach in 2019 for 10 wisconsin lightning where that team it was like they was struggling a little bit and he he turned it around he turned it around for him um then 2020 coached the lightning to a 67 26 and one record 2021 he joined the Beverly Bandits, and he got a good, pretty good record there too. So, all this kind of, you know, put you, let me know, like you, 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 you're a pretty good, pretty good coach. Um, if you wanna, you know, we can start off by by kind of talking how you got into the youth sports world. You know, was it was it a kid that got you into the the youth sports world, or it was just something that that you like and you wanted to just make a difference. Yeah. Th- thanks for having me on too. I appreciate it. Uh, sure. But yeah, so I, I mean, I've always been good with kids ever, ever since I was a kid growing up, you know? Um, and so I kind of started out in uh, working for the YMCA uh, in my hometown of Racine, um, you know, teaching kids basketball, getting paid to do that. I mean, I, I was pretty much doing that for a free Y membership so I could go there, you know, train, uh, play basketball, do all that good stuff. Um, But then, you know, kind of just realize, you know, sports has always been a passion for me. You know, um, just love doing it, love being around it, um, love working with kids as well, too. Uh, So, you know, kind of six kids of my own. So, you you know, my oldest daughter, Abby, she's 13. you know, we we started out with the travel sports with her, um, got into the soccer world initially, and then uh, kind of branched out into uh, softball. My wife, she's a, a former D1 player for softball. So, I mean, that was kind of inevitable with the girls that that's something that they were going to get into. But, you know, kind of sitting back watching that, um, just being a part of it when, when she was playing. And, you, you know, I, I mean, I always – I work in education. Um, my my degree started in sociology, and uh, I was working at a mental health hospital. And uh, at one point, I had a day room full of kids, and um, you know these are all kids who you, you know it's a mental health hospital, so they got right. kicked out, or well, they weren't kicked out, but these are like a, a group of kids who are supposed to be the most difficult ones, and I'm managing it on a on, on a daily basis with the kids. So you know, I kind of reflected upon to myself and said, hey, you know what? I can make a little more money getting into education. Um, I get better benefits. I get summers off and I can coach. Um, so, you know, I did that. Uh, 
worked at a high school, coached track, coached football there. Um, but then also, too, you know, kind of just, you, you know, kind of really did the recreational things as well, too. But, you know, when I saw my daughter's teams uh, kind of struggling, um, mm-hmm. they both were on the same team that season. You know, I kind of just spoke to the coach and got on board, got on the staff. And, I mean, you know, kind of just branched out from there to where, you, you know, was, was an assistant coach, kind of really – we really turned that season around and then took on a team the following year um, for Wisconsin Lightning. And, you know, we had a very successful season. And then, I mean, you know, you get a call from Bill Conroy to be able to coach the Beverly Bandits, and it's something you got to give serious consideration to. Um, so, you know, I've been doing that the last two seasons. But, you know, it's just a passion. Uh, sports, competition, I love it. Even in my job, um, I'm all about competition. I mean, I, I, I mean there's always just this – this hunger to, to be the best, to, to, to want to be able to prove something to be better than somebody else. You know what I mean? Even in my playing days, you know, that's, that's what, that's what pushed me to train, you know, like, like go, go and put two and a half hours in the gym, uh, weight, weight training, then go, you know, go, go run a half mile, go run sprints, go do those different kinds of things. Just because, you know, playing football, you line up with somebody sitting in front of you, you know, kind of mano y mano, you want to take that person down and prove that you're better than them. So, I mean, it's just all about. That's hey, that's, that's nice. And um, so how is the, how is the softball, the softball world up there in Wisconsin, man? It's, it can get pretty, pretty cold up there, right? <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, you know, with, with, Wisconsin is not well known for its softball, right? I mean, Wisconsin Lightning is a solid program, but 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 also too, you know, we kind of realized quickly that you know we got to find a a, a a team to be able to be a part of, and I mean, you know, kind of uh, there there there's a lot of lot lot of quality teams in that Illinois Indiana area, but also too, I mean, Beverly Band is kind of, I mean, I mean, it's second to none, you know, whether it's in the Midwest or across the uh, the entire nation. I mean, it's a um, it's an organization that's you you know well known. Um, so, I mean, with Wisconsin specifically, I mean, like, I mean, there, there, there's not much in Wisconsin, but I mean, in, in the Midwest, it's solid, but also too, I mean, you know, we like kind of being a part of this Beverly Bandits team. I mean, you know, we, we're, 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 we're sitting here trying to see how we stack up across, uh, across the country, you know, with other teams. Um, I, I, I mean, you gave a shout out to Tim, you know, kind of like, like he's the one who reached out to me about this, but I mean, Tim. Tim's had my number every single time when we've played him, whether I played him with Lightning or Bandits. I, I, I mean, we, we, we got to get some W's against these Texas teams. I mean, we got a couple, <laughs> couple against some, but I mean, you know, like, like we really want to prove ourselves. Like I said, it's competition, you know, but also too, it's like, like it's a great friendly competition as, as well, you know, kind of with coaches as well too. So. And, and to me, that's what it needs to be like friendly competition because at the end of the day, both teams want to win. I mean, that's the reason why you playing, you know, but when the coaches is, 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 is like friendly, like, you know, talking to each other, but at the same time competing with each other to me, like that's what it needs to be more about because you see like a lot of coaches arguing and going at it with the other coaches. And it's like, what's the whole, to me it's like, what's the whole point? And, you know, I'm just a, a coach with the younger girls. I don't really, you know, once the older one play, I'm a parent. But I kind of observe, you know, a lot. I try to, you know, watch everything that goes on. And 
and it's just here down here in, in San Antonio, it's that's where that's where I'm living at. Like it's it's a lot of that where coaches have really big egos and they are more about what they can put on social media than to try to get these girls better. Yeah, and I mean that's that that that's that's a real thing, but also too, you know, it's kind of it's being in this for the kids, right? You know, and understanding and realizing kids are very impressionable. Um, and, you know, le- leading by example, I, I I talk to our girls often about, you know, the different things that they're going to learn in the game of softball um, and through being out there, you know, are, are bigger than the sport of softball. There's a lot of life lessons that are out there. So, I mean, like, you know, it's you you do see those things out there. I mean, I, I I know we I've I've directly have have, have had situations you know kind of to to where you know did, on that softball diamond some things might kind of be a certain manner but also too you kind of really hope to avoid those kinds of things knowing and understanding that it's you know at, at this age it's working with kids and yeah you, you you know you want those kids to see those kinds of things and I I mean it's you, character is important you want kids to be able to have a strong character and you got to lead by example within those situations and I mean that's kind of something that you know we're working in education coaching coaching youth sports all those different things like you have to do that but also to understanding with kids kids are going to make mistakes right you know and I, I I mean the whole purpose is to not not belittle or berate a kid or you know kind of condemn a kid for those different kinds of mistakes but also to help the kids learn and grow from them so in that way they can continue to get better because i mean i'm pretty sure just like me if every every everybody if everybody was defined by their lowest moments on this earth i mean they wouldn't be where they're at right now i mean yep. mm-hmm. you, you know so it's kind of like helping kids learn and grow and kind of you know being somebody to be that support system to them as well too because i mean when when kids have somebody in their corner and it really feels as if like they have somebody who's genuine that they can trust they really begin to evolve and just you know get, kind of take those risks and get out of that comfort zone and i mean that's that's always going to be important because that's where you get the most growth is once you start having that that productive struggle right you get that struggle to where you begin to start feeling uncomfortable but also too you keep pushing through it and that's that that's where a lot of that growth comes from as well so okay okay um so I want to, you know, like, how was your, your, your coaching style? You know, you got coaches that like to, you know, yell, good way yell, not, you know, trying to put nobody that yells out because that's a part of coaching. And you got, you know, kind of this way, we need to do it this way. Like, like, how do you, you know, as for like practices, your practices, you know, like kind of fast paced practices or, or how is it? Yeah, tempo is extremely important. I mean, you you know, you got to be able to keep things moving nonstop all the time. Um, have ha- have kids moving around. I mean, um, kind of my style is more so uh, hold you accountable. I'm going to hold you to high expectations, but also too, you know, if I knock you down, I'm going to be the first one to pick you up as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, I mean, I I I think it's easier when you work with other people's kids though as well, because you know, you kind of you kind of know and understand, treat them how you want your kids to be treated. Right. Uh, so, 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 you know, I, that's, that, that, that's a big thing for me is being able to do that, but also to building the relationships. Right. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I've, I've never been, 
yes, I know and I understand the different X's and O's and all the different pieces and all, you know, like the technique fundamentals, all those different things about different sports. But also, too, I mean, it's about motivation and inspiring people, right? It's about getting somebody to be able to stand up tall when they want to be able to curl into a ball and not face something, right? Inspire a kid to be able to believe in themselves in a situation. I mean, we've been – the, 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 the way I, I tell these uh, this bandits group that I'm coaching right now all the time, I don't care if we're up 21 or down 21. We're going to play the same way no matter what. I mean, and we're going to keep our foot on the gas pedal and we're going to we're going to have that belief in ourselves no matter what that situation is, because confidence is a real thing. And I mean, oh, if there's yeah. a lack if there's a lack of confidence out there. As a coach, you have to be able to be the one to get a kid to be able to believe, get a team to be able to believe. You got to be the one that when you're facing that, you know, six four, six two, six one deficit, you got to have kids still believing that they can they can come back because all it takes is one pitch. All it takes is one play. All it takes is one out. And I mean, you know, that's kind of how I really coach our kids is get them to believe that no matter what that situation is, they can always persevere and come out on top. And, you know, and I mean, I it, and, and that occurs through those relationships. And, you know, so too, I mean, we work, I mean, I mean, like we work hard and, you know, like, like it's, it's being able to get those, the practice repetition, and then you take that out into the game. So then that way kids know what they're capable of. They know that they can do it. Once they get to that game, now it's just execution, right? Yep. And I mean, but also, too, kids are going to make mistakes on occasion as well, too. I mean, like, I don't think there's anybody, That's you know, who, 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 who plays sports that hasn't made an error. But I mean, you but you don't but you don't get down on a kid in that situation because it's that it, it's it, it's what I always call like a cornerback mentality. Next play. Right. It's, it, it's always the next play that matters because you cannot change the prior play ever. Ever. You can't go back. Y'all, life goes forward. <laughs> life goes forward. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that that that's really the big piece that I do with these kids. But, I mean, you know, and, and obviously, you know, kind of be, being from Wisconsin in the Midwest, I mean, winter season, I mean, win, winter season isn't sit on your butt and, you know, play – play on your phone and twiddle your thumbs. I mean, winter, winter becomes the off season to where you want to make gains. You have to put in the work and, you know, kind of um, that's, that's really what it always is, is being able to push kids during that time. So in that way, once that spring and summer season comes, they're ready, they're prepared. And I mean, you know, kind of this group of girls um, who I'm currently coaching right now for this Beverly Bandits uh, futures team. I mean, like we, we got some kids who they got some mindsets where, you know, they, I always tell them all the time, you you know, you want you want to be a bad, you know what? And I mean, like, 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 like walk around with that extreme confidence. You know, it's kind of if I were to walk into a place where I don't know where I'm at, I'm going to walk around like I own the place. You know, yeah. and I want to be able to have kids have that kind of confidence to be able to be that bad mamma jamma and, you, you know, kind of just always operate in that manner. So. And so you coach a, a 12 you. Yeah, we're an eleven U team. Yep, twelve U futures team. Okay, and and so that's like then. I mean, since I mean, you from Wisconsin, and you say you play, you know, and I mean, you got it's based out. Of, so the Beverly Bandits is based out of out of Chicago. 
Yeah, so so the way that uh, that from my understanding, the way that they used to do it is they used to have a premier team, and then they used to have a uh, De Marini team. Um, and so now it's you have the you have a, a premier team and a futures team. And so the premier team is going to be uh, would be like your 12U team, your 14U team, your 16U, and then the futures team would be your 11U, your 13U, and your 15U team. And um, from my understanding, the way that the or, the organization um, they always have that Chicagoland area team, and then they kind of have, you know, it, it might be kind of more of like a, a, an Ohio team. Um, I want to say that there's one that's based out of uh, the Kentucky area as well, too. Um, so they kind of really do it like that. Um, but, I mean, the, the I kind of pretty much just know our team. We got girls. My daughter's from Wisconsin. Um, we got girls from Illinois. We have girls from Indiana as well as we have one one girl from Ohio right now. Um, but also, too, I think that, you know, we kind of all with are, are within from where we practice uh, within four hours. Um, I think that's probably the fur- furthest that any girl travels on our team. That's, that's far. <laughs> it is. But, uh, but, but also, too, I mean, you know, for the people that kind of, you know, follow softball and know and understand the organization, I mean – it's an organization where if you're if, if you're on this team when you're older you're going to be looking at a scholarship down 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 at the end of the uh, the journey and I mean you know a lot of people believe in starting early starting young and you know kind of pushing on through like like that and I mean you know it's kind of something just trusting that process is really what it boils down to and and around what what age do y'all start at at eight U over there no um well I I mean. If we're talking about the, uh, the bandits, I, I, I mean, my daughter started at 10U, but in Wisconsin, even in the Midwest, we started at 8U. Um, I, w- I want to say my youngest uh, that's currently in travel ball, she started playing 8U when she was uh, when she was 7U, and then uh, she did three years of 10U um, after that. But, I mean, they don't have any 6U teams or anything like that, but also, too, I mean, you know, you kind of just try to hope and – that people don't kind of just go out and go put those teams together for the money as well, too. Cause right. I, a lot of times, you know, you might pay, you might pay a, a, a rich price for it, and, but then turn around and get a, a pretty lame product. And I mean, that's something that you really don't want to be able to have, especially when they put these price tags on the, on the products. Yeah. You, man, you're a hundred percent right on that, <laughs> but man, that's, that's nice, you know, because down here, like it's so, it's like big, you know, so you get once you get the, you know, to I think it's 14, 14 you hit down here. I mean, we play in with the Bombers. So from my knowledge, it's like once you get the 14, you then that's when you really start getting the girls from the the different. It's not really different states. I mean, it's I think it's just more of different cities, different cities. And like here they have a lot of small towns where they have really good talent and then that's start, you know, seeing these these other cities and and towns, you know, right now in in the twelve U is is mostly just you from the same city most of the time. So yeah. That- it, and I mean, I think for you know, kind of kind of at least my experience is that, you know, it kind of just depends on what what kind of level of competition competition are you seeking, you know? I mean, because you can find different things um, where you're going to be able to get it at the younger ages. And even in, 
you know, the 12, you 14, you and those, those different kinds of pieces. But if you want to go out and you want to face the best, there's, there, there, there's different organizations that, you know, uh, within the Midwest that are going to, um, be, be able to provide that. And I mean, Beverly bandits, at least to me, that's going to be the top one. No, no. So it's not, is it, is it many or is it any bombers teams or like athletics, Mercado, you know, teams in, in that area? Nope. Uh, we don't, we, we don't have any of those. Um, I think, I think you kind of see a lot, a lot of the teams are kind of towards that Southern Indiana, um, middle of Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee area. Uh, but, but also too, I mean, there, 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 there's a couple other different organizations that, you know, it's, it's, but also too, it's a sport. You're going to get some solid teams no matter where, you know, know, I mean, I mean, I mean, they could be, they could be, be the blue golds. You could just make them <laughs> up and just put anything on there, right? And I mean, you you might get a team where like they 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 got some they got some players on there, yeah. you know, it's some kids oh, yeah. who are gonna who are gonna grind and outwork your butt. And you kind of look at that and you're like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> where they come from, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never heard of them, but 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 also too, I do think that you know there there there's some value to name recognition as well too, you know. And I mean, when you start talking about like you know. Like, like like the Beverly Bandits and the Birmingham Bolts and like the Mercados and all those different kinds of organizations. Like you're going to get a lot of those, you know, names to be able to do stuff. But I also kind of like as well, too, to where, you know, it doesn't get too watered down on some of the teams because, you know, they're like 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 I've seen quite a few of them um, to where, you know, they get they they just put that name out there. I mean, I, I mean. You know, like like one that kind of that's within the Midwest right now. I I, I mean Texas Glory, Texas Glory. You got mm-hmm. te- you got teams named Texas Glory from like Illinois, and it's like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I mean I'm, that's not Texas. Like you you could be Illinois Glory, right? Right. Yeah. But, you could be Texas Glory. Yeah. You yeah. you you know, but also too you, you you know that's kind of like like that's if that's what people choose to do, so be it. I I, I mean at least for me. You know, it's kind of I, w- I want to find some teams that are going to push my kids to be able to uh, to to better themselves. They're going to go out and be able to face competition because, you know, you never know what you're going to see at the high school level. You know, once these kids start getting older, because they're all going to play high school ball if they're in the travel ball. Um, you know, when they get older, that kind of that, that that's a big chunk of their season. But also, too, you know, it's really it's really intended to just keep them progressing and growing over the course of time. And at least my belief is you got to be able to face competition to keep getting better. I mean, you don't want to just go out and win games 11-0, play, playing, playing somebody. You want to go out, win some 6-5 games and lose some 6-3 yep. games, those different kinds of things, because that's really what's going to keep you progressing and getting better over the course of time. Yep. It's like because in some people, they like to just win, win, win. And then it's like, like, what are you getting out of winning is always good, always good. But what are you going to get out if you just winning? You know, it's like, OK, you get to practice like, dang, what happened in the game? Ah, like we won. So, you know, oh, it's OK. You know what I mean? Like and and that's how that's how I look at it. I love to see, like you said, them six, five games, them six, three games, man, them game tense, you know. Everybody is is into it. You starting to get fans from the the other fields coming over there and, and watching your games, man. It's just like that's the games where where it's like okay, like this is this is what it is. Like you know, because even with my my older daughter, we've been in 
we've been in a, a few dog fights, a few dog fights where it's come to the last at bat and boom, one play that just that seals the game. I'm talking about like watching these 10, 11 year old girls just play a game that was like error free. Like it was just, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy to watch, but that's the, that's the interesting games right there. Yeah. And that's, that's what I always call them too, is I call them those dog fights. You know, I always tell, I always, that's what I always say to our girls is that like, Hey, you know, this is going to be a dog fight. Nobody's going to roll over for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also too. Yeah. You know, and I mean, a lot of times it's, it becomes that reflection as well, too. You know, I mean, wh- wh- whether it's a win or a loss, um, I, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a firm believer of you're gonna learn a lot more about yourself in losses than what you are in wins. Win, um, win. Yep. You, you, you know, because I mean, then you really become battle tested within those different situations and um, getting kids to be able to reflect upon different pieces. You know, I often tell our girls all the time as well too. You don't want to go out there and have there be any regret, right? You don't want to like if you're not given 110 percent in a situation and then that's ultimately kind of you have a play that kind of turns around and bites you in the butt later on. Like you don't want to you don't want to leave with that regret. I mean, I can I, I, I can think about different times, whether I was playing basketball or football growing up to where like, you know what? I might have been loafing. Right. You know, that's that, that, that's always, you know, taking a playoff, you loaf and then you mess around and then you then you lose a game by two points or something like that. And you're like, Oh man, if I would have went harder on defense on that play, when that dude went, went when that kid scored, mm-hmm. might not have had that situation. Right. So, I mean, like you, like, you know, it's getting, getting the kids to understand, you know, that you always got to give your best all the time and just really be able to leave it all in the field. So then that way you don't have those regrets. Cause I mean, when you start talking about young kids, like you don't want to, you don't want to live with those kinds of things for a long time. And but but uh, but also too, even so, even when you do have those moments, you use them to make yourself better. You know, I mean, he, like even in defeat, you rise to your feet. You know, because you got to be able to understand and grow from every single situation to keep yourself getting better. Because there is not anybody who's going to go out and win every single game. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're right. You you know, and when you lose, your chin's up. You keep your head high. You show that good sportsmanship, but then also, too, you turn around and you get back to the grind. You figure out ways to be able to keep getting better, keep progressing. So in that way, you know, you like, like, and then you look forward to being able to play against those teams again. Like, like, like a team that got your butt one time. Yeah, we want to play teams like that because you know what? We're going to come back at you and like, we're going to, we're going to make sure you get our best shot every single time within those situations. It's just getting kids to have that competition mindset to where, they constantly want to be able to battle with people and face and o- overcome that adversity and show that resilience in those situations to keep getting better, but also knowing and understanding it's life. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to get your butt whooped sometimes, but you learn from it, and then you find ways to keep getting more success from those failures. Indeed, man. I can't agree more. <laughs> no more than that. That's just you hit it. Hit the nail in the coffin, man. Okay, let's let's get into your you know your high school, your starting in in that game where you scored you scored three touchdowns in the first quarter, and then ended up breaking your leg. Like so, you and then you you broke your leg in the in the first quarter, like right after it, or or how was it? It was it was the start of the second quarter. Um, you know, I I, I was we we were an option option running team. Uh, I played quarterback. 
Um, at the end of my junior year, I, I did a couple different camps. Uh, one of them was at the, uh, for the University of Wisconsin with the Badgers. And uh, I took first place in one of the events there. Um, it was called the Corner Run, where basically you had to do like, a, if I recall it correctly, you kind of had to do a sprint then a karaoke, then another sprint, then a backpedal. And I ended up winning that one. Um, you know, I took first place and there had to have been, <clears throat> oh man, there's lots of kids there. You know, they did 40 yard dash, lot, lot, lots of different uh, events that they had, but I took first place out of all of them. And, you know, after that kind of put me on, you know, just college's radars <clears throat> from that moment, you know, a couple, a couple different D1 letters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also too, you know, kind of, you know, set goals for myself and, you know, kind of just really, really be able to have those goals be set. But I mean, you know, for first game senior year, um, home, home game, scored three touchdowns in the first quarter. Uh, coach takes out the, uh, the two two running backs who were back, who, who were my backfield mates with me, kept me in there, kind of took an option to the right, gave a fake pitch, cut it up the middle. And all of a sudden I get hit in the leg and my leg just goes numb. And, you know, from there. It was kind of like, oh, there, there, there goes the rest of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably took away about half of my basketball season as well, too, to be able to recover fully from all of that. But also, too, you know, I mean, it kind of like I, I, I mean, I'm somebody of faith, you know. I mean, God has things happen for a reason, you know. I mean, like, 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 like if if, if the, all those pieces didn't happen in my life, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I mean, I wouldn't trade my life for anything as well too, you know, having a wife, six kids, being an elementary school principal coach, co- coaching a high level softball team. I mean, I never thought that I'd be within this. As a kid, it's always, you know, I want to go be a professional athlete, you know, and I want to, I want to be able to make millions of dollars and give back to the community and, you know, kind of donate to charities and those different yeah. kinds of things, mm-hmm. but also too, you know, I mean, working in education, I'm definitely not a millionaire. I mean, <laughs> you, 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 you know, but also, too, I mean, that's the, being in education is also my way of giving back as well, too. You know, working with kids and, you know, help, help, helping them believe in themselves and helping them grow to be able to, you know, have, have them become strong, quality people as well. Um, I think that, you know, that's kind of just a big, big part of who I am. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I can't can't change those different kinds of things but I still went off to college you know I had to, I I played four years of football in college and uh went one year of basketball as well too I mean I was two two-time first team all-conference receiver um what what, what happened with that I, w- I first went to quarterback my freshman year um I realized you know I kind of wasn't going to be playing in that uh, the defensive coordinator came to me he asked me to play safety he said you know we'll get you on the bus traveling to all the games I switched over to safety, um, you know, kind of traveled uh, to the games and stuff like that. But also, too, I, you know, I kind of just I kind of just knew and understood, like, you know, kind of where my passion was, where it it really wasn't defense. Um, you know, I went back to quarterback my sophomore year. Um, I thought I had, you know, really strong testing numbers for 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 my size as well, too. You know, kind of I'd say in college, I was probably six, three, two, twenty five, um, you know, but then uh the our starting receiver got hurt my sophomore year um the receivers coach came to me um and this was the last game of the season we had one conference and we had the playoffs and he goes hey tj he goes he goes we need a receiver i was like i I said you let me know coach i was anything to be out on that field um we had a home playoff game i scored 
the game-winning touchdown and double overtime for the uh, for the first uh, playoff victory ever for the school. Um, and so kind of at, after that, they're like, oh, you're a receiver now. <laughs> like, they're like, hey, we, they're, they're like, that's your spot, you know. So, I mean, like, but also, too, you know, so it really just, you know, I was kind of always a very athletic person, um, you know. So, I mean, like, it, it really was an easy adjustment because I always knew and understood the game and, you know, kind of knew the playbook as well as uh, being right. a quarterback yeah. as well, yeah. too. So, I mean, it was a very smooth transition to that, but also, too, you know, playing Division Three. I mean, you get some kids lining up over you who are like five, five, seven, and I'm like, all right, you, like, you, you better check this to a fade because there's no way this dude's guarding me right, right. now. Because if I can't run past him, I'm jumping over him. Over so him, just throw right. that ball up. Yeah, just up there. Right? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I, I I never played football like you know, like in school or nothing like that. But at home, I was. I was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's that that, but that's where it all starts, right? You know, kind of, mm-hmm. j- j- just that idea of competition. I mean, shoot, I remember, you know, one one of my best friends growing up. We used to play basketball in my backyard. Oh my goodness gracious, you know, it would be intense, right? Like, because nobody wants to lose ever. Right? Now, because you you got to hear it all, the rest of the day. Bra- bragging rights is a real thing. Like a real thing. I, I, I mean, so we used to be out there in the backyard playing basketball, like shirts off. You're sitting here looking like you just got Ric Flair chopped <laughs> seven times in the chest playing a one-on-one basketball game. So you, but 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 also too, you know, it's the same thing with football. But also you. You know, it's kind of just that idea of just, you know, being able to go out there and perform, you know, and just just doing stuff that, you know, kind of can separate you from other people. And I mean, even in basketball, you know, I I, I mean, I, I was always that kid. I used to be able to jump, you know, so like if you got in the way, you might like like it might turn out real bad for you in some of these situations. I like, like like I'll never forget the one time I was playing for one of my old basketball coaches that, and um, we 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 were at this league and uh, at at one of the colleges in Wisconsin, Wisconsin Parkside. And uh, my my AAU coach at the time, he asked me to come play with him. He's he was like he was like, hey TJ, we need somebody else. And so we were actually playing a team that kicked our butt in football nonstop, right? And so like uh, this kid makes an ill-advised pass with maybe like ten seconds left in the game. So of course I stole it, and I'm like showtime, right? You you know fast break is time. So some kid jumped with me, and I just dunked on him so nasty, just sent him flying into the flying into the wall, and like his entire team came over, and they're like. Oh man, that was like a Vince Carter dunk. That was the biggest <laughs> dunk I've ever seen. Da-da-da-da. But here I am. Oh yeah, I don't worry. We'll see you in football this season. Can't wait to play you guys again. You got us last year, right? You know, because because like I said, you know, like next play, move on. Like like yeah. that play that that that's over and done. Like, hey, I'm thinking about you guys in, in, in about three months because I because we already got you on the schedule. You whooped our butt last year and you won <laughs> we we want to get the best of you this year you know yeah you have to you have to get have to that's hey that's man that was sound pretty nasty though that dunk <laughs> yeah I, I i mean you know bat basketball i there's a lot of people who, you know, like 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 Racine, Wisconsin. You got a lot of players from playing basketball. I mean, you got people like Karan Butler, probably the most popular one. But also, too, you know, he's not the only NBA player from Racine, Wisconsin. You got people like Jim Jones, who've been there a long time as well, two years ago. Um, 
but I mean, you, you know, it's always been a hotbed of talent for, for, you know, having athletes and, and, and players in that area, but also too, you know, kind of, I mean, we, we grew up in the centers, you know, I mean, we rode our bikes to the different center, went and played basketball. Like we rode our bikes from the North side of the town to the South side of the town. And, you know, kind of just did it like that because I mean, you always just look for a game anywhere, but also too, you know, kind of, and any, any different kind of pickup game that you could find sometime somewhere. That's, I'm, yeah. I'm, that's, that's what we did as kids. Yep. Yep. Same here. Same exact thing I did as a kid, just go play somewhere, you know, like we have where we were, I was at, it was like more like a, like a country town. So, but like everybody are just come to one house and, and we'll be out there, man, pick teams. And we got this whole tournament and everything going on out there. Out there man. So it, yeah. it was, yeah, it was the childhood, man, is, is, is good. Had a good time, but I always tell myself only if I knew now what I knew then, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but like you said earlier, you know, God had a plan for you and, he put you on the path that you went to and hey man i'm ended up doing this right here it was it was something that i just i like podcasts you know i listen to them all the time and a lot of people know me as like i don't talk much right so uh like today um one of my au um parents they tell me like i can't believe like you have a podcast like I never even knew that that you talk, <laughs> like you know. But shucks, man, like it's it's something that that it's my way of of giving back to the softball world and even all youth sports. You know, like like I'm I'm trying to you know go get people from from different sports, not just just softball. Yeah, and I mean that's awesome, you know, because I mean just you know, just anything you can do for the different communities. I mean, that's always important. You know, I mean, the, the more love, the more support, all those different pieces. I mean, it, 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 it different areas need positivity, right? I mean, every area needs positivity. It doesn't matter where you are, um, you know, but also too, I think a lot about with youth sports as well too, you know, it's important to just remember, you know, like kids got to be kids as well too. Sometimes yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, a lot of times, you know, we expect kids to, to, to be world beaters and, you know, be machines in situations, but it's like, nope, you know what? Like you gotta be a kid sometimes and, you know, it can't always be something go, go, go nonstop. And, right. you know, I mean, a lot of times you might see just, you know, kind of people getting down on kids in situations for them, for them not knowing something or, you know, not being able to do something at a certain point, but also too, I mean, you never know who's going to become what. And I mean, that's, that, that, that's kind of something just, you know, I try to teach to, to, to my own children and I try to teach to the kids that I work work with, uh, whether it's in sports, within the school that I'm at, you know, kind of just be kind to people and just treat people well. Because you never know who's going to doing what. You don't want to be that person who somebody has something negative to remember about when they uh, become an adult. Because, I mean, that's just you don't want those kinds of things. You don't want you, you don't want people having those any any of those negative connotations or thoughts about you at all. So, yep, I agree. Agree. So, so I'm, you know, I know living up there is is get pretty cold. Like, like how long do y'all take y'all y'all breaks? Like y'all winter breaks? Yeah. So, like, are you talking about for softball? For sports? yeah, for softball. Yeah, for softball. yeah. 
so so um well because last last well actually the last two seasons that I was coaching I mean there was not much of a break at all I'm gonna tell you that much it was year round it was like hey let's go 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 and you know kind of keep it pushing forward but I mean you know after kind of going um last year we started in uh, we started in the middle of August and then we played through PGF Nationals and then uh, the organization does Bandit Day, and Bandit Day was the weekend after we came back from PGF Nationals, and then we played another three months, so it was like, okay, we've had about 15, 16, 17 months in a row where we really didn't take a break at all, um, so, you know, we took a little bit of time off, but also, too, I mean, there's enough domes and in, in, indoor facilities and stuff like that to where you know, if you really wanted to be able to keep people pushing and keep kids pushing nonstop, you could. But also, too, you got to be able to take a break because, I mean, you know, I just think about like, you know, being an athlete and, you know, kind of working out and stuff like that. Even even when you're weight training, those different kinds of things, you take time off. You get you give your body time to recuperate. And actually, my experience is, is that when I've given kids an extended time off, they, I, I've actually seen them come back even stronger and refreshed. And it's actually really cool to see because then you kind of see you see. You get kids growing in those different kinds of things, and it's like, all right, okay, here we go. Now let's now let's push you to be able to kind of do something. So, um, we, this season we took off probably from Oct- the end of October, um, and then we just did a tournament last weekend. So we had a month off, but then we're gonna have another month off uh, before we pick back up again. And I, you know, and I mean, it was actually pretty cool to uh, to see our girls where we didn't do any anything since um, our last tournament, which would have been, oh, I think it was around Halloween time. Um, and then we just picked up and like, you know, I kind of really had them come earlier to the uh, to, to, to before the games to be able to get the extra reps, the extra grounders and pop ups and those different kinds of things. And these girls came out and performed. And I mean, you know, we we we're the only 11 uh, team in a t- it, in the tournament, they ended up going six and zero and winning it. Um, so, I mean, you know, it kind of just, it really just made me understand the level of talent that these girls have naturally, but also to, you know, kind of where they can continue to grow and progress because, uh, you know, see, seeing how they perform within those situations and knowing, Hey, we got January, February, and March, and then we're jumping into a, is a, a serious schedule you know playing some serious teams um we're going to be doing some 11 u tournaments as well as 12 u um but also too i mean these girls expect to go out and win every game that they play um and you know it's kind of my job to be able to go out there and put them in the positions to be able to win and i mean like that's something where you know i think that the the, the girls who i've like my daughter as well as another girl on our team I, i've coached them for the last three years and I mean I, I I have girls as well where I've coached them the last two years like they trust me and I trust them to be able to put them within the situations and also too you know a lot of times as a coach you just trust your gut as well too right I, I, I mean it, you might not have any rhyme or reason for something but also too you know as far as like being a coach I always try to use that Bill Belichick Tom Brady mindset if everything like like when things go wrong it's because of me always because of me I, I i that's just the reality of it but anytime that there's success it's because of the kids it's because of the players it's because of the teammates it's because of all all of that kind of stuff you know i always tell my tell tell, tell my own children 
you know, playing football. I used to make a perfect throw to somebody, hit them right in the chest, and they drop it. And then you just got to be able to keep them, you know, that confidence high with them. Like, tell them, like, hey, wait, like, like, I'll get you a better pass next time. Like, like, mm-hmm. like you know, just make the next one, right? But, uh, you you know, but that's that that's something that, like I said, it's bigger than softball because, you know, kind of working in the, in a school as well, too. Um, and, you know, just different people who I know own different businesses. Athletes bring a lot to the table because they know how to work in, as a team. They know how to, you know, kind of not be selfish. They understand how to face adversity. Like, there's a lot of pieces that – being an athlete allows you to be able to be successful in the real world. And then, you know, I try, I, I try to highlight those pieces as well too. So. Mm-hmm. That's, that's nice, man. So talk about like, let's talk about like how your, like your tournament schedule, like how much do y'all travel like a lot, a lot, or, you know, y'all, I know y'all do, you know, like the, the PGFs and stuff like that. Um, do y'all, have you been doing it? Like, every year or do you take year off from pgf how you do so i try to find uh schedules or um the tournaments that you know where there's going to be competition right uh so you know that's that that that's always the number one thing is trying to find tournaments that are going to be competitive and i mean if you can find some of those locally i i I mean we'll stay local um Mm -hmm. but also too you know it's kind of knowing and understanding that you know, the Midwest is different than Texas. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we, I mean, if we could go out and play Impact Gold and play Hustle and play, right, and, and play Test and those different kinds of teams every other weekend, and Hot Shots and all those, I mean, like that'd be great, right? Yeah. I mean, like, 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 quite a bit too. Yeah. <laughs> See, my daughter is. I mean, being, excuse me, being, being younger, but she plays on the on the twenty eleven team, so. Those teams you just named, we we see them quite a bit, quite a bit. Especially yeah. when we was in tenue, it was some every weekend type of thing. Like it well, like not every weekend because we didn't play every weekend. But when we played, when we played, everything we go to Houston and everybody's there. So <laughs> yeah, that I, I I mean that'd be great, you know. But I mean the Midwest right. is like that, you know. <laughs> I mean, but. But but I, I I don't know. I feel as if like last season, you know, we were a ten U team, uh twenty eleven team. So so um, you know, we did a lot of eleven and twelve U tournaments last season just to be able to, you know, kinda take it easy on the parents. Cause I mean, like, let's be honest, like, yeah. like softball is like that is an expense. Like it is a like, big <laughs> like, like shout out to all the families because that is a commitment to be able to kind of put your 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 child in that situation <laughs> and to be able to afford that. I I I mean like it is a lot, right? I mean I, <laughs> I mean there's times where I'm like, oh, this credit card's running out. Got to figure out a way to be able to knock this knock this thing back down here because it's becoming a little bit much, right? You yeah, you, you know, but also to. You know, for us, it's it's like okay, let's let's go out and play some of these tournaments. That if we can find them locally, we'll do that. Um, but also, too, you know, it's kind of it's knowing and understanding that you know at least the families on our teams, we have some that are going to have to stay overnight in certain areas, and others aren't. You know, and I, I I mean, if we can if we can get one closer to to an area for, for some, and then find a different one in a different area, we 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 will. You know, but also to 
we 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 want to make sure that it's going to be worthwhile regardless, right? Because somebody no no matter what it is, somebody's going to be traveling for them. But I I, I mean, last year we had a very travel heavy schedule. I think this year it's it's it, it it's a heavy travel schedule again, as well too. But also too, I think that you know we have families who are bought in who want to see how our girls stack up. They want to see they want to see them against you know the bigger teams they want to see them play the best competition they want to see where they are at and how they perform against it um because i mean you know it's it's what we talked about before it's kind of like a little bragging right type of thing right you know i mean like 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 to be able to say like hey you know we went out there and you know we won this tournament and you know all these different teams were in i i i mean shout out to jeff mack like the 11 new championship like 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 those tournaments that he puts on like that I mean, like those, like those are top of the line tournaments that you know you're going to see the best teams at, and I mean, like that's always a goal. Like at the beginning of the season, is we want to win tournaments like that. We want to be in the mix of it. We want to be there on Sunday, towards the end of that, and be able to have an opportunity to walk out of there with hardware. And I mean, I tell our girls all the time, you 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 know, it's not about it's not always about winning, but also too, I know and understand how hard our girls work. We want to be able to have them be able to get some hardware at the end of some of these tournaments mm-hmm. to kind of just validate everything that they do. Because I mean, like like I said, like like they they work hard at practice. Like they're sweating. Like we like we get a lot of kids who aren't on our team and they you know kind of want to check out our team, check out the organization. You know, mm-hmm. they inquire into it. Any any player that inquires into it, uh, that 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 I get their inquiry from. Uh, from Bill, I I reach out to the families, and you know I I, I tell them, hey, here goes up when our practices are. You can bring them out there, so you can you know kind of see where they stack up, you know how 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 they're doing, but also too, you know it kind of gets them to see something different because it is that high tempo, um, up upbeat, fast paced practice where it's movement nonstop. We're always doing something, um, but also to all the movements have 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 a rhyme or reason behind it to be able to to have them know and understand within a situation like you've done this before. Um, I remember we were playing a tournament last year to where, you know, it was a foul ball and our third baseman charged it, picked it up on the run and fired over to first base. And the coach, <laughs> and the coach was like, you guys are out there teaching them to barehand the ball, like throwing on the run. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's you better <laughs> believe that's a part of every single one of our practices. We do that every <laughs> single practice. Like, you know, like, like there's going to be something to, to keep these kids learning, growing, and understanding, learn how your body works. No one understand what you can do. Have that confidence. Hey, you you slowed up on it in practice. Don't slow up. If you miss it, so be it. You want to be able to do it at 100% when that game comes because yeah. that's when it's going to be important to execute. And practice is about failure. You try different things in practice. We don't want you going out there in a game and just doing something cold turkey out in the game. That you we have want, no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like we we want you to do that. Try those different things in practice to where, you know. But also too, try it in the off season. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you want you want to be able to keep yourself progressing over the course of time. You don't want to get stagnant to where you just do the same thing to uh, to of of what you know you're capable of being able to do. It's just like it's just I. I don't know. You look at people like Steph Curry who revolutionized the the, the game of, the, of 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 basketball. Like, yeah, he he was knocking. He could knock down shots. So what does he do? He goes back further and knocks those ones down as well, too. Right? Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Oh. Yeah. 
So that's that. That's 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 really what we do. But 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 I mean, as far as scheduling, you know, tournaments, we we just try to find what's going to push our girls, keep them getting better, keep them progressing, um, getting those dog fights. I, I I mean, I love the dog fights. Our girls do too. I just think that you know those really build that character. But also too, I mean, I tell our girls every single time. <laughs> I, there's not a group on this earth that I'd rather be with right now within that situation in those moments because I know and understand what they do in the practices and how hard they work, and I know that they want it more than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would you. I mean, you you run in the practices too. So. <laughs> do you do you do like a, a lot of um, fundamentals still at your practices? Yeah, we always do what we call every days, um, every, every single practice. We do them before before tournaments as well, too, uh, before games. It, it, it's a normal part of our routine, uh, kind of that glove work as well as, you know, kind of the footwork and those different kinds of things to be able to keep the kids, you know, kind of just doing those small things. Because, I mean, you you know, the, the thing that I tell them often is that, you know, you're a really good team, but if you want to be a great team, you got to do the small things right. Um you know, and I think that's that 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 the attention to detail is really what separates good from great. Um, and I mean, I think that that's good. That goes not only just for sports, that goes for anything in life. I, I, I When you pay attention to the small minor details, that's where you get the big gains in the in to be able to achieve what you want within those situations. So that's that's always uh, something that we we always focus on that we'll do a lot of. A lot of pop-ups and those different kinds of things, especially, you, you know, kind of being outside um, in in the Midwest. You don't you don't get to go hit pop-ups all the time. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a, that's a that's a big thing is like hitting pop-ups. And I mean, you know, you got to get the kids moving all different directions and, Man. you know, like like get them get them going out there, chasing balls to the left, to the right, forward, backwards, you know, kind of hit them different in different directions for them to get them moving and understanding how their body works. Because, you know, I, I, I mean, we have, we have a girl where she's made two phenomenal catches over the last couple of years. And I mean, she told her mom the one time she was like, like she made the catch and she was like, Oh, that was just an everyday mom. And it's like, oh, okay. Like that was, that was far from an everyday, but you know, but also too, like, you know, kind of, like when I throw them balls, sometimes it's like, yeah, let's stretch you out a little bit. Let's let, let, let's see if, you know, you can get to this ball. And like, I mean, like there's some kids where it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to throw this ball past you. And then, and then I'm, I'm shocked every single time because they keep getting to it. And it's like, okay, I got to figure something else out to be right and progressing. So nice dude. That's, that's crazy. I couldn't imagine living up there. Like (laughs) last year, two years ago here, I didn't want to come outside. Like heck no, my kids was all yeah, come outside right in the middle of it, man. I'm like, it's a blizzard going on out there. What are y'all doing? <laughs> but in Texas, you get some snow, and if you like it, you better jump on it. Cause look at here, it's not something you gonna see. Uh, it's not something that at all over here, man. Do it, but yeah, I can't. I don't like the cold. I it get man, it get about sixty. I'm already putting on my hoodie. <laughs> yeah, and here and here I am in 30 degree weather going to going to the store in flip flops and shorts, right? <laughs> oh no, no, I know, hey man, my my um my wife have a, a a family member that live in in Minnesota, 
Yeah. And he always, we need to go, we need to go. And I'm like, no way. Like, I'm not going up there. Like, you know, it'd be nice to, to see, you know, different. But I'm like, they just posted, like, it was here, it was like 90-something degrees. And they just posted, it's a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, we I'm just had sure. snow yesterday. I was out there shoveling yesterday. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah, Minnesota gets it worse than what we do here in Wisconsin. But, I mean, you know, you, you kind of get used to it. And, I mean, I don't know. Like, this is a great time of year to be having snow, though, as well, too. You know, Christmas time. So <laughs> True, true, but just not for me. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Louisiana, so I, I'm used to the hurricanes and stuff like that. You know, like that's what that's what I would think is it's, it's rain. It's rain. So here, like in Texas, when it rained, uh, like when it even when it rained like pretty bad, and I'm like, oh, it's all right. I didn't drove through a hurricane, so <laughs> this will be all. Right. It's nothing. See, the thing that I always think about though is, you know, with the cold, there's always something you can do. You can you can put on more layers, right? With the heat, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can you can, only, you can only take off so many layers. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you, them 100 degrees feel like 105 tournament days around here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we had one last year in Arkansas to where uh, it was hot. Oh, man, it had to have been. It was probably, it, it, it was 90s the entire time that we went to. And, uh, you know, but also, too, you know, just kept them working, kept, kept, kept pushing them that entire time. Um how did the girls stand? How did they stand that heat? Because I know y'all not getting, you know, no heat like that over there. And was it was it the was it is it the Diamond State? Yeah, no, it wasn't the Diamond State one because that one was in the fall. It was the um, is the one that the the same tournament director did in uh in 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 the spring. I don't remember exactly. Wait, what it what it was called? But I mean, like they, I, I mean they performed. I, it's, mm-hmm. but also too, you know, I, I mean it's it's about hydration. Hydration just doesn't start the day of. Hydration starts the night before. You know, yeah. I, I I mean that's another thing too is you know making sure you're taking care of your body on a consistent basis to 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 be able to be at your absolute peak. Um, you know, but but I mean, when we had the opportunity, you know, kind of be in that heat. I mean, we don't we don't take our foot off the gas pedal. We keep going. But also, too, you know, I'm not going to do something because obviously, you know, kind of being a sports uh, fanatic watching like, you know, the NFL and all those different things and training camps and just over the course of time where you have, you know, I mean, I, I just think about as a kid, you know, like we used to be dying for water and they'd be like, nope. Keep going. Keep going. You'll be right. Yeah. Yep. You'll get some waters after it's all done. And it's like, no, you know, like you start seeing kids where they're like, they need some water. Get them some water. Right. Let, let, let them hydrate. And then, you know, start working their butts again and, you know, get them some more water again after that, you know, but I, I I mean, like, like our, our girls, like they, they, they do. I mean, the big thing was kind of, you know, at that time, I think that that was a tournament that we had before the 10 U championship. So I was like, okay, every chance that we can get, like, we're going to, we're going to work and we're going to be able to keep them, you know, kind of moving. So that way they get tired. We want them to be tired. And I mean, like they didn't complain one time. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm sitting here leading the stuff. I'm, t- yeah. I'm taking off my shirt. I'm in a wife beater. And like these kids are full <laughs> uniform and I'm still hitting them balls and throwing them pitches. And I'm like, man, yeah, I'm not 
soldiers, man, because our girls out here complain all the time about the heat, and they live in the heat. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm sweating bullets in there, and like, you know, and I'm thinking like, well, they're not ready to stop, so I'm not ready to stop. I mean. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, man. It's just a whole, what is it, kind of like a culture change, right, coming from up there to down to down here. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. But 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 also too, you know what? It's a mindset thing, though, too, right? You 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 know, I tell I tell kids all the time, like your mind is the most powerful thing in your body, and yeah, you in 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 physically, your body might say I can't do it, and your mind says, Oh yes, you can. Your mind's gonna win. It's gonna make your body do it, and you know, it's kind of really being able to stretch the limits sometimes of you know, kind of knowing and understanding what you can put your body through and, 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 you know, kind of knowing mentally keep pushing forward. Right. Cause I mean, I, I don't know. I just think about life as well too. I mean, so many different things happen in life to where you just want to be able to just stop and quit in a situation, but you mentally got to pick yourself up and tell yourself like, Nope, that's not happening. Like you got to be able to overcome the situation. You got to be able to push through and persevere. And I mean, that's that, that, that's a big piece is just teaching that mental piece to the, to, to, to kids, especially in softball, because I mean, you don't want to have people who are mentally weak. You want to have people right, who are, right, right. are going to be able to overcome anything in, in, a, in a situation. Like that's the kind of people who I want to surround myself with all the yeah. time. Uh, man, you can't, man, one thing about it in this softball, if you play softball, you cannot have a weak mind. It's like completely impossible. I, when I, when my daughter, when they team, you know, as a younger, when they first started doing like all the chants and, and all that, in my mind, I'm like, man, y'all being messy, man. Back in, in our day, y'all would be telling us all these chants. We'd be ready to fight y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, the times are different, but also, too, I mean, I, like, like, like I've, like, I've seen some looks of, you know, some of our pitchers and players sometimes. <laughs> Like, like people do certain chants and it's like, okay, you know, I like, like it makes me think about, you know, that, that bulletin board material, right? They always talk about like, don't, don't, you know, kind of in, in like NBA finals and, you know, Super Bowl and stuff like that. Don't give them that bulletin board. But I mean, sometimes those chants become bulletin board material because it's like, it's like, okay, you oh, oh, that's at me. Oh, oh I, yeah, okay, I got you. I'll show you something here right now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hey, but yeah, you're right, dude. And man, I'm like, dude, like, like, why y'all be telling people that? I asked my daughter, and she just like, she don't like look at it like that because that's just it's part of the game. Like that's just it's part of softball. And I'm like, dude, that's just. It's just crazy. Coach, you go out there and that ain't go chanting something at the coach. Just he talking to the pitch. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. 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 You, you know, and I mean, you, you know, kind of reading different books and stuff like that over the course of time. There's what, there's one of them that I was reading and, you know, kind of, it was, it was the trainer for, uh, for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Right. You know, I mean, two, two, two of the greatest. Right. And, and I mean, like their, their mentality and mindset is second to none. And, you know, kind of, just within that book, it kind of just talked about how, you know, like you get some, sometimes you get the people who like, they get all amped up before the game, you know, exert all that energy. And it's like, no, like, like, like Kobe Bryant was always like, nope, like, I'm just going to call calm, cool, collected. Cause once that yeah. tip off comes, that's, oh, where, that's where it comes out. That's where I'm <laughs> coming. Right. And you know, in, in, and like oftentimes coaching kids and even right now, like you get little goosebumps, right. I, I tell the kids, like, look, like, 
You know, like you see these goosebumps, like find that, find that within you right now to be able to dig deep in a situation to where you know one back. And I mean, like we've had games where these girls have come back from five, six runs and like, you know, kind of just like you think that they're dead to rights and like, nope, like that's not what it's going to be. And I mean, I'm like, like I'm never going to coach a team like that as well, too. Like they're always going to be ready to believe. I don't care how many runs it is, whether we're up 21, down 21, we are going to play the same way no matter what. That's, and I was going, I was going to ask you that too. How, but at the same time, it's like, how can you tell some girls to take their foot off the gas? So like these kids, like, like it's like, how can you say, okay, let's take it easy. It's like, what, do, what are they supposed to do at that point? <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's tough, right? But 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 also too, I think that there's different ways <clears throat> to be able to achieve and accomplish. Because I mean, also you don't want to, like, you don't want to embarrass people. You don't want to make anybody feel bad, right? Yeah, I I, I mean, so you know, kind of like like we've done different things to be able to to be able to you know kind of have our girls try something different within a situation like where where we may be up by a lot of runs. Um, so in that way, you know, but also too, like, I mean, defensively, like, especially if you're on offense, you better get some outs because I mean, like, <laughs> like if you can't get the out, like, <laughs> like you're not just going to tell a kid, Oh, just go and swing at everything and get out. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, because like, no, it's good. And, and, and that's kind of what you're talking about right now. Like, no, you don't like, you don't want a kid to just go out there and just lay down and give themselves up. Like, it's like, okay, we'll try something different. That's out of our comfort zone that we don't normally do. But for you, you're still going to have to execute. And actually, yeah. it, it kind of makes you better in a situation where you don't have somebody laying down for you because otherwise you're not getting better as well. Right. I mean, I, I have seen, I guess, in a way, they kind of a team. I don't remember what team it was. They kind of was how they say take the foot off their neck, right? They kind of was on offense. So they'll, they'll hit or they'll get on. And then once the pitcher get the ball, they'll – they'll step off the bat. Yeah. And, and I mean, I've, I've, I've done that coaching in the past, you know, kind of what we did uh, for a tournament earlier in the seasons, you know, we had, we had all the girls lefty bunt as well too, you know, and, and I mean, like it's something that's out of their comfort zone and they get two strikes and they try to go back to the right side. And it's like, no, you, <laughs> you didn't get it down the first two times. You better get it down this one. Cause if you don't, you strike yeah. out. <laughs> which which some of them look at, at you and they're, and, and they're like you crazy and they're like yeah i'm crazy you know i am like you've been with me this long like yes you have one more strike to get that bun down and if you don't <laughs> okay that's hey that's 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 something you know that's understandable that's the first time i heard that one is everybody bun the whole team so if you have a lefty you put them right and I, I, I mean, there's an advantage to being on that left side, right? <laughs> so, 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 I mean, if you're already a lefty, like, then you kind of already got a leg up in that situation. <laughs> yeah, and see me, like, I'm a, I, I mean, I only played baseball when I was young. I never played when I was older. But I, I do everything right, but I hit, I hit left-handed. I hit, I hit left-handed. So we had a, a adult, so, like, after the kids finished, they, season we would um my younger one she was in playing like pony league they have here um like a rec rec league and they had like a um the parents softball game but the men had to hit 
opposite of what they they normally hit. So everybody going up and hitting on the left side. And then I walk up and I go to the right side. But everybody didn't seem have been seeing me throw right handed and all this. So that they go, hey no, he he's not right. <laughs> and I'm like, like, that's the way I hit. But so they really couldn't tell until like I swung. And then they like, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Keep them on the right side. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they was like, "Okay, man, I thought you was playing." I'm like, "Man, I'm not here to break the rules, man. Yeah. I'm trying to teach y'all. Like, I'm not gonna break the rules and cause us to get out or something like that. What, what are you doing? That's funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's crazy, but I mean, that's just the little things, like. Like with my, um, you know, here, I don't know if y'all have a pony league up there or not for softball, but they, they have it here. And so, like, that's kind of what you do when, you, when you're when younger, 6U, and then and then maybe some teams will do it 8U. But for the most part, it's mainly just just like 6U that they'll do the direct leads. That's what, that's what it is. Because do y'all have pony pony league up there? They 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 don't call them pony league or anything like that, but I mean there there there's some of them. I mean, they kind of just call them more so recreational. You have some recreational teams, um, but also too, there's different tournaments, um, that I've seen in the past to where, you know, with, with the younger ages, they'll they'll play with four four outfielders. Um, yeah, that's what they do. Six you and eight you here. Yeah, or else what they'll do is you know with with, with the pitching as soon as uh like if a kid. If a kid walks, then the uh, then the coach comes and pitches to him, stuff like that. At the younger ages, just to be able to, you know, kind of kind kind of get the kids reps. Okay, well. so what age do they do y'all kid pitch start? Is it ten u or is it younger? Oh, they do it at eight u. Yes, yes. Oh wow, that's yeah. that's very different. Here, eight u is is all coach pitch. Oh yeah, no eight 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 u. They they do kid pitch and then um. You know, like, but also to it kind of all depends on the tournament that uh, that you're signed up for. Yeah, but I mean, eight you they'll um a lot of the ones my experience has been that uh, the kid pitches, um, but once they throw four four balls, then the coach comes in. And if you got one strike on you, carry that strike over, and uh, you get two strikes to be able to hit the ball. Okay, okay, kind of kind of help develop pitchers at a little bit earlier age over there. Yeah, I, well, well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, pitching, pitching's repetition. You know, just like anything else. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. like, like, I mean, that's that's what you want. But also, too, you know, I mean, it's like live hitting's repetition as well, too. You want kids to be able to get used to that live pitching. I mean, the coach, coach, coach is going to be aiming down the middle of the plate every time. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, hey tell, tell me about it, because I'm the pitcher for my AU team. <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know exactly what you mean. Yes, I bet some of the parents yell at you sometimes. Oh, and, and and see, that's on our team. That's one thing I can say is we have great parents. You know, like I didn't seen teams where the parents is like, "Come on, coach, what are you doing? Let's go, pitch, let's go, coach." You know, and it's like, do you realize how hard this is? <laughs> I'm literally trying to be perfect. Like at this moment, I need this girl to hit the ball as hard as she can, and you know, and it's hey man, it's it's hard. Like and like um, our team, we 
we have some girls they like it like me to pitch faster to them and i'm like i okay but i don't know what a ball gonna be when i pitch it <laughs> no no to, to your point though i mean parents can make or break a season for 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 uh for a team and i mean parents can make or break a, a situation for their kid as well too you know i mean it's it's kind of yeah i always feel as if the most beneficial situations that my kids have been in have been, have been in situations to where they've had a strong coach, right? You know, where, 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 where they have a coach that genuinely cares about them, that keeps them progressing as well too, and pushes them, you know, kind of to extend themselves. But I, I mean, I've, I, I like being in, in kids sports, I've seen, you know, different situations with parents where it's like, Whoa, that's, that's not something that, you know, kind of you want to be able to emulate or what's going to fly because, you can really ruin it. You can really ruin a situation yeah. uh, if, if, if families are, you know, behaving, but also too, I mean, this band is team. I coach our, our, our parents and families are top notch. I, I, I mean, I have nothing but great things to say about them. Um, we, we, we've had situations where we've been in uh, games to where, you know, things have gotten, um, you know, ugly. And it's like, Hey, you, you know, like our, our families, they, they sit back. They're like, 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 and if, you know, someone chirps something, I'll tell them, hey, we don't do that. You know, something like oh. that. Um, just because, you know, it's kind of, but also too, that's a trust factor. You know, I mean, like, like, like families have to be able to trust the coach that, you know, they're going to address something, they're going to say something, or they're going to do something of what's going to be in the best interest of all the girls. Um, and I think that, you know, with our, with, with this bandage team, like we, like we have that, um, we got a great group of families. And I mean, it's, it's always enjoyable to, to to go to a tournament when you know that you have a group of people that you know to be able to like hang out with and talk to because I mean yeah I I mean but also too you know even as players like like you like you spend a lot of time with the kids and I like like I told you earlier I mean you know we played like sixteen straight months I mean I like like at the end of that season I was telling I was telling the girls I'm like look I'm with you girls more than what I am with my own children like. Yeah. I, I I mean like that was that was that was real. Like I was seeing those those girls more than my own children kind of eat you up a little bit on the inside, but also too, you know, it kinda it's it's refreshing still and it's enjoyable to be around when you have quality kids, quality families there to be able to kind of keep everything smooth. So Yeah, and that's one thing that's big. You as a coach, that's one thing you pray for is to have good a uh, good families on the other side of that fence because like I said I'm a coach on one team and I'm a parent on the other team and man sometimes when you're on the other side of that fence is <laughs> is crazy and it's like that I mean not on one it's on both sides of the fence it's always it's always something going on always something you know other teams start chirping and in like it's sometimes it's like just let them talk and then i think some people just they just go there to see like who can i piss off today yeah <laughs> you know it's like we are here for these kids you should be cheering for your kid you shouldn't have nothing to say about nobody else kid like it's just go there for your kids go there for your team cheer and be happy you know and and uh, one another thing i like to tell the parents like when our team start losing man like you, 
these kids feed off our energy. Yes. And I know it's 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 a, it's hard to to see your kids out there losing or you know like so a lot of parents they they get down and and it's like dang then the kids then you see the team out there and then boom they get down and then yeah you you can't really fix that after that. <laughs> yeah, I give a shout out to the South and Texas though. I mean, just kind of all the travel. Like I, I like I mean I like those the people in the south in texas like in in texas when i went to texas the nicest people like like everybody treated me so well everywhere i went i was oh my goodness gracious like, <laughs> like this is like a strange like i don't you like you don't know me but you are just treating me like like family right but also too i mean the uh the texas softball teams as well too i mean you you guys are like a party down there man you got the music the music and everybody like that that type of energy like that stuff like that like Y'all don't do music up there. Well, well, we do music, but I mean, like in Texas, you guys do it different. Like, 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 like I mean, it's like a parade, man. Music never stops at them tournaments. Never. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about the energy as well too. Like I, I, I mean, you gotta, you gotta love that kind of stuff. Like when you start yeah. at it, I, I mean, it's. You know, like like those kinds of things can be momentum changers sometimes, right? You know, fans can change the momentum of a game. I'll, I'll, when I was playing um, foot football, it was the it, it was the playoffs, and we had uh, and, and we were playing on the road against the team, and we had them on the ropes, and and they were a top five team in the country at the time, and you you know we uh we had the lead, and like we had them right where we want them, then all of a sudden, like there was a play where we got a penalty. They turned around, scored a touchdown the following play and their fans came alive and you could just feel <laughs> the momentum just shift. And you're, Oh man, like we, we didn't need that, you know, but I, but I mean, that's, but that's what, that's what fans can do. That's, you, you, you know, kind of those, those different atmospheres. Um, but also too, it starts with the parents. So, right. You know, you need, you need to have good parents. If one thing about it, man, if you don't have good parents, the team will crumble. It will crumble. And I mean, it's just some some things happen from with personal experience. Let's just say let's just say that. Um, but you know, I didn't been down down here is down here the ten U, twelve U is it's watered down. They got people make a new team every other day. <laughs> is is that bad? I'm man, they got so many like 10 U, 12 U teams around here. It's like it's like outrageous. Like it's just you can form, you know, cut that in half and have a bunch of really, really stronger, stronger teams. Cause I mean they do have a lot of strong teams around here already. But man, if it wasn't so watered down, it'll have more. More. But I mean, I'm 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 guessing that probably starts from you know to where somebody had a situation to where they 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 might have felt as if their kid was being slighted or wasn't getting what they thought that they should get. Oh, yeah. So you know they want to be able to, to 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 do that. But I mean, from from what I'll say is, you know, whether it's been myself or even even my own children, I I mean, I've I've seen myself and my kids grow in situations where we did we it wasn't ideal, right? You didn't get what you were really looking for, but also too, that's kind of, you put your nose down and you just grind. You got to keep pushing forward and you got to earn it. Right. I'm, I'm, I mean, like, 
you don't get anything in life. I I, I mean, you got to take well, you got to take what you want in life. And I mean, if you're not willing to work hard and and push through difficult times and prove yourself over somebody else, I mean, they, you're gonna have to do that for the next however long you live. Yep, yep. You ain't lying. You have you will, and it's just. But I mean, that's just. It's just softball, man. It's it's a good bad sport. <laughs> well, it's, it's, bad. Got, it's got to do with the money, though. You pay so much money for it. <laughs> that is, you know, I be I, I told my my girls I'm gonna go get them a bat from Walmart. <laughs> they looked at me like, "Are you serious right now?" <laughs> uh-uh. Nope, <laughs> nope. That's, that's the big thing. You like, like, like. I'm, I'm assuming, like, you probably recognize, like, you call them the pony leagues, like the kids that just came up from the pony league or, or from the pony league. They got that bat that makes that ding, ding. ding. <laughs> and, then, and then you got the other girls just like quack. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, man, my, yeah, you need that one that makes that crack. <laughs> yeah, you need that crack noise. That's one thing. And man, like, like my daughter, right? She's a a, a bigger girl. She's ten. She's about about five two already. So she like she pretty pretty tall, but thought she would had uh, I think it was a Louisville. She had one aluminum bat, and she looked at me. She was like. Like I'm not using this bat from, and this was from the start of. <laughs> I was like, "What you mean? Like, what other bat you supposed to use? Growing up, shucks, I, the whole team used one bat. If it's too big, you better choke up. <laughs> you know. But then now it's like you look in dugouts and there's thousands of dollars laying just laying there. <laughs> oh yeah, I've 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 had parents, you know, where. They've asked me about it in the past. And I mean, you know, like like kids who can hit the ball, too. And mm-hmm. I mean, in, and I kind of tell them, I'm like, you see that hit that they just had? I'm like, that might have gotten the gap and rolled to the fence if they would have had a better bat right better there. Bat. <laughs> so, I, so, I mean, like, 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 like it sometimes turns a single to a triple, depending yeah. on, so, like, you get that extra distance, that extra pop from it. Yes, indeed. But, I mean, what can you say? These kids ask and you got to. Okay, it is. It got to do it because I, I tell my my kids that I'm gonna give them what they want because this is everything I didn't have growing up. Yep, that's what it's I about. I ain't going. Wasn't going to no tournaments and this and that. Maybe when I got to like high school, when I was old enough to just stay at my my homeboy house, and then we would play at like the boys and girls club and and stuff like that. But other than that, what's a tournament? Oh, when I got to high school and played basketball, I guess tournaments. But <laughs> these days, it's just man, it is crazy. It is crazy. Well, you know, shout out to the families because I think that you know, kind of, kind of what you were just talking about. I, I, I mean, my whole goal as a parent is to be able to have my kids be better than what I am, you know, and put them in situations better than what I had. And I think you know that's that's majority of families, and you know that's that that that's that's. I'm assuming that's why majority of these, majority of our families are out there doing that, you know, especially on the softball diamond. Yeah, man, and man, to be out from all them different states to drive four hours, I really compliment your parents because that's man. I thought like we was living so before we I moved to San Antonio, we was living in Laredo, so Laredo is border city of Mexico. 
and we was once my daughter got on the team in San Antonio, we was complaining like, "Damn, we got to drive another two two hours only." <laughs> we was like, "Oh man, we got to go for practice." Like, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't go during the week, just only on weekends. But it's like, man, to just like we really finna drive over here, like just for practice, right? And then it was just to a point where it was like, why don't we just over there? <laughs> it's like bigger city, better opportunities. It's like, and then that's when we made the move, and yeah, we've been here, and my gosh, <laughs> there, there there was a point in time where in college. Where I where I went to school is about two hours from my hometown, and 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 that drive seemed like forever. Now a two hour drive is just like it's just, oh, it's nothing, man. It's, it's, just, like, it's just like a walk in the park. Yes, yeah, it's just like that's the furthest we gotta go. Like, like that's my, it. Like, yeah, like, that's like, it. Like, like, like two hours. I'm not staying overnight. I'm driving back and forth back. two hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, we do. I'm waking up at four a.m. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be on the road. Don't worry yeah, about go it. Go to yeah, practice and, and head back home after practice. It is what it is. <laughs> no point, no point. Because my oldest one travel fifty minutes just just for practice. So it's like we travel. Like her team is kind of based out of of two different two different towns so they kind of meet up there uh with everybody but i'm like shugs i'm like hey 50 minutes but hey gotta do what you gotta do at the end of the day but also too that's the sacrifice you make to be able to put your kid in the best position as possible. yeah and that's what i want my my youngest one haven't made her dreams or goals you know for her future but my oldest one since she was five years old she wanted she want to go to Florida. Like that's been her goal, and I now like she getting to the point where she, you know, can understand a little more, and so I can kind of explain to her. Like I just want you to know, like you might not get that. Not saying you can't get it or you won't, but another school might offer you, and they might not offer you. You know what I mean? So, but she like, yeah, okay, like I get it, but I still like that school. I'm like, oh, no, you can like it. You know, there's nothing wrong, but I just want you to to understand that part. So if you don't get that offer, don't think like, oh, I wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Yep. But also, too, you know, that's kind of the big piece with the high expectations and setting Mm -hmm. goals is because if you put that bar really high, I mean, you might not ever reach it, but you're going to get yourself in a good situation. Like even if you fall short of it, I mean, you don't want that bar being low because if you attain low, low expectations, you lower. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we gonna we gonna start. We got got one final one final question. It's kind of the question how I got you on here. Is <laughs> is who would you who would you you know I don't who would you like to to hear on on the podcast? But the answer to it, you have to help me. I gotta reach out reach out to him. I mean, and it's like, uh, you know, you can reach out to him, then you can give me that contact information or, you know, you can send me however, and, and then I'll reach out to him, kind of how we did with the process. Yeah, I, I, I know what Tim did, so I, so I got I, I got somebody in mind for it already. You know, I kind of figured that that would probably be the next. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of figured that would be the next step after the podcast. Like, I'd be able to do the same thing, but also to pay it forward, right? Keep passing the buck. 
Yeah, and and you know, like, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to expand, and that's that's my whole goal in in this is in starting the podcast. It's it's just about reaching out, seeing how many people I can reach out to. That's you know, that's that can give that's give the knowledge to to people, man. Is because it's at the same time I'm gaining knowledge. You know, like I was all just basketball. So like my kids love softball and it's nothing I can do to get them out of softball. So I need to learn. And to me, it's like this was something that I can do to talk to these different coaches to understand more of the game of softball. Yeah, no, and and what I'm going to do is probably, you know, get get all the rivals of teams that we've played on here so that way I can understand all the all the lines <laughs> and how they work. So you, so you got to make these a little bit shorter because I, I don't know about sitting at 90 minutes and they're listening to it. we got to be able to get <laughs> the, the cliff note versions of it all to be able right, to I mean, right. they had yeah. to have me get their game plans and what their mind, how their minds work. So, you need, <laughs> put them on here in just 20 minutes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell tell me your strategy and tell me yeah. and then boom okay we'll talk to you later <laughs> no nah, yeah so, but i mean and and that's kind of you know like i want people like how tim reached out to you you know and there's other people that that i know that i've had on here and they give they people and you know i reach out to them and it's just something that man it's, it's actually really good for me um you know i have a good support team man like my wife and i have a few a few really good homeboys that man i haven't even really been knowing that long and they support me and they help me get people on episodes so it's like it's it's going in the in the right path right now and and this is just i just like i said earlier it's my way of giving back to the community Yep, and that's awesome. I appreciate you having me on. If that's what I can do for you, I will definitely reach out and find somebody for you. Okay, I appreciate that. And, I mean, you know, let let them know. If they, you know, agree, shoot me their contact information, and I'll shoot them a message like I did you, and and we can go from there. Definitely. All right, Farron, I appreciate you having me, man. It was fun talking to you. All right, appreciate I, I, you. I, I, I look forward to uh, – seeing you out on the softball diamond too yeah hey because at, at this right now my my oldest one she she and yo she playing in and on the 2011 team so hopefully we can we can run across each other definitely all right man all right take care all right too bye and that is man episode eight Levi's U Sports got another one in the books. TJ, coach of the Beverly Bandits, 12U, 11U. Um, man, I want to appreciate you, man, for your time. You know, like, that was a really good episode. For, so I hope everybody can learn from this episode, hearing how he, how he go about his coaching growing up, you know, his college days. And everything like that, man. That was that was great. I learned from this, and man, I just I still can't imagine playing softball up there north north United States. They from Wisconsin playing in Chicago. I couldn't do it. I don't, you know what I mean. But hey, shout out him. Shout out his team. 
and it's again greatly appreciated. Remember, y'all, I let my boy Jeremy, man, he's still tending them windows. Thomas getting them kids right. I know a lot of softball people going on break. Some of y'all going on break. Um, hey, he he gonna be ready. Get them kids right for the upcoming season. The Reese is still here. Levi's mobile detailing. Peace.